Welcome to episode 23 of the Bench Press Podcast. I'm your host, Bennett Snyder. We've got Wesley Statman Minky to my right. Howdy, partner. We've got producer Timmy to my left. What up, boys? And sadly, we are without our historian, Cameron Robertson Crobb today. Moment right, of silence. RIP. So sad. We'll get into that in a little bit. We will. But as always. Good moment, Tim. Every single podcast in the Bench Press Media family is presented by Max's Meals. Great charity, great cause, great people. Bench Press Media athlete Max Meyer. Let's clap it up. Max Meyer. And Max's Meals. So without further ado, let's get into the whole crab dilemma. Shall we? Let's do it. Shall Listen, we? I haven't heard from Crab in a day and a half. Have, have you heard from Crab really since, um, you know, Tuesday I, night? I just want to say, uh, Crab, I'm, I'm really sorry for calling you and your six sites out uh, on my Instagram story, but uh, it felt like it needed to be done after you told me EJ Liddell wasn't good and he shut down the number one player in the country. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm a little saying. worried about the kid. I'm, I'm worried we may never have him back on the show again. So I'm worried about Bennett's uh, quote-unquote lock of the year, which was... For, uh, hypothetical for of lock of the year. For those of you that don't know, his hypothetical lock of the year was Minnesota Wild to win the game against the Arizona Coyotes and the Duke Blue Devils to cover three points against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, one of those did not happen. Listen, Duke blew that game. I'm never betting on Duke ever again. And hypothetically, I would just like to put out, I have been on the wrong side of two Ohio State bets that have cost you need me to two, stop touching Ohio State games that have cost me two hundred dollars <laughs> hypothetically, of course. <laughs> hypothetically, and the Ohio State University does not like. Oh Bennett my Snyder. gosh! I mean, come on. But you know, let's go ahead. We'll title this episode hashtag praying the, for Crab. Oh, okay. <laughs> praying for Crab. We're looking for him. We miss him. Hashtag prayers for Crab. Look out on the side of your uh, milk cartons. There might be a missing sign of the picture yeah. of Crab. He's at- approximately six foot, blonde, blue eyes. If you see him with a back- bumper of a boot. If you see backwards hat, always. If you see him, let us know. We miss him. Thinning usually, hair, usually extreme wearing, comb over. Usually wearing Duke stuff. Uh, <laughs> Probably not anymore. <laughs> he might burn it. He might. He might. I'm going to get in trouble for saying he had thinning hair. He didn't like that. Last, he called me really short to my face last time I said that. Hey, it's guess okay, man. Yeah, guess we're going to find out if he actually listens to our own podcast. Probably not. Is he a loyal listener? We will find out. Speaking of loyal listeners, to all of you who got us, for Spotify all 118 wrapped. of you who got us as your most listened podcast of 2020. It's 2021. The 2021. You know. we, think, we thank you. Yeah, that's, thank you so it's, much. It's a big deal. That is badass. Yeah, the fa- we're in triple digits. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Triple. You know what? If each of those listeners donated hypothetically one dollar to me, I'd be positive on my bookie right now. Hypothetically, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So well, if those 118 loyal listeners are listening, don't be afraid to uh, contact. You know, Bennett Snyder, Bench Press Media on Twitter. Uh, get me. I'll send. I'll send you my Venmo. All right. So. Let's get into sports, shall we? we? go. It's our specialty. Let's get into sports. College football playoff rankings. One, two, three, four. It goes Georgia, Michigan, Bama, UC. Any shockers here? Uh, uh, no. Kind of. Like, a lot of people thought Bama would slide after a couple of mediocre performances. I'm not saying that, like, I thought they would, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter thinking that they should have been four, even five, because of how they've been playing recently. But they forget it's the college football playoff committee. They're going to rank Alabama highly. 
it's sure. they make more money than probably every other team on that in the college football every year. So that doesn't it shocked me a little bit better than that. Roll tide. Hey, you know what? I if we're gonna do this, we gotta do it right. Alabama should have the same logic that Cincinnati has. When Cincinnati was winning close games, they didn't move down. So when Alabama wants close game, they shouldn't move down either. If we're gonna keep it consistent, right. no. let's keep it consistent. That is fair. I'm all, I'm, I'm all about the consistency. Because I I will say it uh for the first time on air. I do not think Cincinnati's a top four team in the country. Um that is a very biased statement for me. I just don't think they're that good. I want to see them play somebody. I get it. They played Notre Dame in South Bend. They won the game. I just don't think Notre Dame's that good of a team either. I know it's me saying that two top five teams aren't good. I get that, but I, I don't know. I just want to see someone play them. You know, I think Houston could be a good game. I don't know if it's going to be as great of a test, but I think it should be a, at least a good game, a good marker to see how good Cincinnati really is. It's very fair. Yeah, it is fair, but I'm still under the impression no matter what happens this weekend – Ohio State wins this weekend. They're in. That is my opinion. You see? Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Wow. Ohio State's playing a game. I am excited. No. Now. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. Cincinnati wins this weekend, and they are. I've got Ohio State stuck on my head. Hey, uh, uh, I would too, man. Because they've lost me so much money hypothetically. But no, the Cincinnati Bearcats win. They are in. And we were talking about it privately. Listen. Let's just say hypothetically, Georgia wins this weekend. Great. Michigan wins this weekend. Great. Cincinnati wins this weekend. They're in. Ohio, Oklahoma State wins. They're in. There'd be the four. Okay, but then let's talk about if Alabama wins. Alabama beats Georgia. They're both getting in, no matter Ab- where. Absolutely, right. Georgia has been yeah. the best team in the country so far this mm-hmm. season. Consistently, Alabama would have an SEC championship against yep. beating the number one team. They're so getting in. no matter where their seeds are, they're both in. Michigan most likely going to beat Iowa this weekend, even though I predicted it. Let's just say Michigan with a win in. Michigan right? win, no matter what. Michigan win in. There's right. three. Okay, so then it comes down to UC, who's playing Houston, and Oklahoma State, who's playing Baylor. They're ranked four and five right now. I don't think that Oklahoma State beating Baylor is enough to jump UC, who's going to beat a good Houston team. I completely agree, because if that win mattered, they would already be ahead. They already mm-hmm. beat Baylor. So yeah. let's not act like that they didn't that, that win is going to do that much more for them. They beat a te- they're beating a team they already beat, so it's not like it's like they're doing what they're supposed to be doing but it's not like it's a huge accomplishment compared to the rest of their resume when they when that win's already on there. Yeah, and this this Houston team's 21st in college football playoff, but they are 16th in the AP. So, um, you know, we've talked about it before. The committee doesn't really value non-Power 5 schools. We see that here. Um, but, yeah, I just don't think UC gets left out if they win this weekend. Here's my thinking on this. I, I might have trouble recalling this team. Um, who was it when Ohio State was the five? TCU. Heading into the Big Ch- Is that who it was? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they had Cardell play they in had the Big t- Ten Actually, TCU game. was three, and Florida State was four, and TCU dropped out from being the third-ranked team to fifth. Mm-hmm. And that was with Trayvon year. Boykins, right? Yes, it was Trayvon okay. Boykin. Because I, I just want yeah. to bring that up as a reference, because Ohio State in that game uh, expected to be a close game. They're expected to win, but not win big. Playing Wisconsin, I yes. believe it was. Yes, they won 59 uh, Melvin nothing. Gordon was the running back for Wisconsin that year, right? Yes. So that was supposed to be the whole thing because Melvin Gordon was a Heisman candidate. He was running over basically everybody he played. Nobody could stop him. Ohio State, the five seed, goes in. I think it was a shutout, right? It was, it was like 52 zip. 59 0 with, with a backup, with our third string quarterback. Yeah. So that was the year that Braxton got hurt. JT Barrett played the whole year, got hurt during the Michigan game. Cardell comes in, wins the game. Ohio State goes to the Big Ten Championship. Cardell plays out of his mind. We win, end up winning the national championship. Point of the story here is 
They were five heading into the championship weekend. They put up a huge performance. They win. They hop into the four seed without the three or four, I think, was losing. Like neither well, of those teams lost. That was before the Big Twelve had a champion had a conference championship. Right. They didn't so play a championship it was, game. Exactly. So they didn't okay. so they yeah. didn't have the chance to get that extra win. Mm-hmm. Right. Which so is I'm why TCU was left out. Right. So I'm saying how much is a conference championship weekend slide or jump gonna like be influenced here? Because like we've said, Oklahoma State, if they beat Baylor, yeah, it's a it's a game they've already won before, but Baylor's still a top ten team. So that's another top ten win and a big twelve championship to add on top of your it's, resume. Yeah. It's a lot. Cincinnati top twenty, well top twenty five win, still good. That's another ranked win for them. Plus an AAC championship. I just want to know how much it's going to value, how much the committee is going to value the difference between Big Twelve championship and AAC championship, and then what the, I like. I want to know what the scale, the scale is between Oklahoma State and Cincinnati right now. Because how if that if that number is small between them two, and they think they're a close team, how much can a win impact that? You know, if Ohio State wins by three possessions this weekend, it won't matter what Oklahoma State UC. does. You see, you said Ohio State again. God, they are living rent-free <laughs> in, in your head. Rent-free <laughs> in my head. God, okay. If UC wins this weekend by three possessions, okay, 17, whatever, 21, 24, doesn't really matter. For the sake of the argument, let's go 21. 21 points, Oklahoma State could win by 50, it wouldn't matter. Three, I, I agree. Three possessions. At a neutral site nope. against the top. Oh, it's it, not. They it's, do, in, it's in Clifton. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's one thing I don't like. I don't that like that either. Higher seed gets. I don't like that field. it's not a neutral site game. Yeah. I, I just That's weird to me. Do but. we know where Baylor, Oklahoma State's being played? Uh, uh, I do Cotton Bowl, I think. Yeah, it is. AT&T Stadium. Yeah, Jerry World. So, you know, I don't really think it matters a whole lot. But I will say if UC plays close and... You know, Oklahoma State does win by 50. I think we could see something similar, but um, for the sake of college football, UC has to get in. I think, I think it's going to help push um, a lot of teams that schedule weak. I would say that maybe have a better conference than most teams. It's going to infor- It's going to make them have to schedule harder out of conference games. So, a, for instance, Alabama, a, a USC, almost right. So, like for instance, like I'm going to say, in Alabama here, they schedule. Uh, what we would consider cupcake out of conference games then they play in the sec which is widely considered the best conference in college football how much more are they going to have to start scheduling harder out of conference games against like an aac team like cincinnati or houston to give those teams a chance because they're not gonna be able to get in with nothing well good news is those two teams you just mentioned are both about to be in the big 12 let's get into the games this weekend starting on friday oregon versus utah rematch utah just beat the piss out of Oregon. Do we see anything different in this one? Not really. I feel like Utah's got a game plan. They know how to beat this Oregon team. I think Mario Cristobal's probably about to go down south. You, Miami alum. Yeah. He's publicly stated that he would uh go to and he would love to be the head coach at Miami. He's a good recruiter. He could be exactly what the U needs to bring them back up to on the national spotlight. I think that they're that maybe he's not focused on this game as much and a little bit more focused about Florida. So you're going who? I'm going Utah. Wes, who you going? I'm going to go. I I don't know. I want to go Oregon in this game just because I think it's hard to beat a team twice with the same game plan. Oregon's going to know what they're going to get out of Utah. They're going to know the same. They're going to run probably the same scheme they ran last time. Like you said, they beat the brakes off Oregon, but. I'm just not sure if you can do that two times in a row. I think Oregon has a lot more momentum. I mean, hate it or not, Oregon's not completely out of the picture of anything, really. 
because a lot of stuff can go down and a lot of teams can jump a lot of teams. It's another ranked win for them, possibly a Pac-12 championship. A, a lot of teams could have two losses at the end of this weekend. Anything can happen. It's college football, but I think they're going to be playing with a lot more uh, ulterior motives. And like you said, Cristobal wants to end his season on a bang. He's probably leaving Oregon after this year, along with the top defensive player in the country. So we'll see what happens. I don't know what kind of momentum you think Oregon has over Utah, but Utah's won five straight, including a 38-7 to win against Oregon. So I'm with Tim here. I'm going to take the Utes, and uh, I'm expecting a performance like the first one. I, I've never really been in on this Oregon team. I don't think there's really thing any, anything special to them. Um, and I just think Utah's the better team defensively. I really, really do. So I'm going to go... Utah with a win in Las Vegas. That's a that's gonna be that, a good. Yeah, I like that. There. Yeah, like the that. one thing that you can say that's actually impressive about Oregon, they don't turn the ball over that much. Other than that, like a lot of running. Yeah, it's a lot of running. And if Utah shuts down the run game, their quarterback isn't the best passer in terms of Anthony Brown. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah he doesn't have a great arm. He's not gonna be able to sling it deep. So if they shut down that run, it's gonna be another slaughter for Utah. I feel like that's something Oregon never has. Is like a bad quarterback. I mean, they've had Herbert, Mariota, both like really good college quarterbacks, but Anthony Brown's not it. Let's move to the Big 12, a game we've talked about already. Baylor against Oklahoma State in the Cotton Bowl. Wes, who do you like here? Uh, I like Oklahoma State. I think they're playing for a lot right now. Um, I think it's just too much momentum. They finally win in Bedlam. And uh, first time in how many years, Tim? Do you know? Because I know it was a while, they said. It was close to, I think it was close to what they said for Ohio State and Michigan, close uh, to year wise. Yeah, it's like. First time in at least 10, 10 years, I think. 11, 12 years. State, yeah, yeah. Then Oklahoma State's won in Bedlam. So that's a huge game. A lot of momentum. They're playing high right now. I think Oklahoma State finds a way to win this game. I think it's close, but I'd say Oklahoma wins by 7 to 10, somewhere in that range. You know, I'm going to take Baylor for the same exact reason you said you thought Oregon was going to win. It's hard to beat a team yeah. twice. I'm going to I'm going to take Baylor for the sake of my Cincinnati Bearcats. I'm now all <laughs> in on uh, just because it'd be a lot easier if Baylor won this game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take Baylor in this one. Tim? Uh, I'm also on the Bears. I think that – Wow. What, Rob is not going to be happy. <laughs> I think that what uh, – who's Baylor's head coach? I'm trying to remember the name. It's not Art Bryles. It's not Art Bryles. Yes. He was a defensive coordinator from LSU last year, but he is – or from their championship year, I believe. He has come in and – Dave Ar- Aranda? Dave Aranda, yeah. He came in and he has built a great program. Their defense is – for the Big 12 is great. The same with Oklahoma State's, but I just think that he's going to outcoach this game. And it's their Oklahoma Baylor's just a really, really, really fundamentally sound football team. And I think Oklahoma State might turn the ball over a little bit and give Baylor a lot of opportunities. I don't want to say that hypothetically Baylor money lines becoming a play of the year for myself, but it's that's bold. But it just seems fitting that the Pokes would go and lose right when they need it the most. When Krob isn't here to just talk about and, how much he loves the Pope and Duke basketball just lost. Oh, I would also like to add. On. I would also like to add. This is really strange to me. The over under in this game is forty six and a half. I cannot remember a Big Twelve championship where the over under has been less than fifty. Oh, yeah, because the, their these defenses are, like, are so. These great. are like the two best Big Twelve defenses in like the last like five years. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like five that, years. Like that is that mind boggled. They both. Me. I know Oklahoma State going into last game was giving it like twenty point nine points yeah. a game. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's I just thought that was really crazy because that's low. Usually your over unders in Big Twelve championships are like sixty. Like teams just high scoring affairs. Let's go through some quick ones now. The ACC championship: Wake Forest against Pittsburgh in Charlotte. I'm rolling with Wake on this one. 
I'm I'm gonna ride Sam Hartman until the brakes fall off. That you know that came out wrong. <laughs> uh, that came, that came out really really terribly. Hey, it's okay, man. Do I regret it? Not entirely. All right, but you That's know it, it just it just came out a little worse than I was intending it to sound. Sam Hartman is winning this game. He's going to outplay Kenny Pickett. Go Demon Deacons, Tim. Uh, I'm also on Wake Forest. I think Wake Sam Hartman, the great quarterback. Uh, Wake Forest is just. They've been a bit shaky the last few weeks, but I think it's going to be a get-right game. Pittsburgh isn't exactly a great team this year. They're okay. The ACC is just okay this year. Okay, even bad, maybe. I think Wake should have a pretty easy game. They have one of the better offenses in college football this year, so I'm going to roll with the Demon Deacons. All right, I'm going to flip the script again. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Wow, we are 3-0. Yeah. Yep, I think, uh, I, you know, I'll say it. I think Kenny Pickett's a better quarterback than Sam Hartman. Um I just think he he the offense is sound and they're able to find ways to win games. Wake Forest seems like they lose the big games they play in. This is the biggest game they played in, and I feel like a little while here. Um, yeah, I, I like Kenny Pickett. I think he's uh, going to lead the charge, and I think the Pitt Panthers find a way to win this game. Tim, I've got two questions for you. Do you have any idea what the over/under is set at this game? <laughs> High. Uh, I'm going to guess 62 and a half. 71 and a half. <laughs> Holy wow. <laughs> 71 and a half and will Kenny Pickett be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year I hope so every mock draft I've seen has him staying in Pittsburgh that would be that would be, that'd be pretty dope would yeah. be pretty Dan cool. Marino if he got drafted instead of uh Gabe Rivera in 1983 would have been what a joke m- magical what a joke. Michigan against Iowa anyone here gonna take Iowa I'm not I wish man I I don't want to cheer for Michigan at all I I <sighs> I feel like this would be a game for Jim for Harbaugh to lose, but there's just too much riding on it. I'm gonna go with Michigan. I'd be so happy. If they're they're losses. the better team. They're gonna be able to run the ball, get play action, do what they did against Ohio State. I think obviously Iowa's a much better defense, but I still think the game plan is the game plan: get Hassan Haskins the ball and get out of the way. Do that, we th- that would be the most Michigan thing of all time. You finally beat Ohio State, and you still lose in the Big Ten Championship. Does Harbaugh get fired if they lose this game? Yes. No. Yes. No. I would no fire way. him. He literally just made himself five more years on that contract just by beating Ohio State. No. I would, I would fire him I would fire him. He would not even be allowed on the plane yeah. right back. Yeah. Luckily, I think Michigan's going to win. I'm going to ride with Michigan as well. Wes? Yeah, I'm going to take Michigan. That running game is too strong. Um, that defense finally found an identity, I think. It took them a while, but they finally found an identity. Um, that that secondary's gotten a lot better throughout the year, and just the pass rush of Ojabo and Hutchinson is way too much for anything Iowa can handle. Michigan's gonna win big. UC against Houston, spreads ten and a half. In my opinion, it's a little large. Even though I do think UC needs to win by three possessions, that doesn't mean I'm confident it's going to happen. I like UC to win, like we said, because it's at home, it's in Nipper, a sold out crowd, and a conference championship game that is huge. Basically, a college football playoff on the line. Is this the yeah. no? It's not the only one. Never mind. I was yeah. going to say, is this the only conference that has the conference championship game at, like, the higher seat as home? But it's not because I just saw the Sun Belt has it in. Yeah, it's, I'd say the it's Fun ma- Belt. Yeah, it's, <laughs> man, it's mainly like just that. the Power 5 schools that get neutral site. But, yeah, I, I like UC here. Luke Fickle's got too much on the line. Um, he's going to earn a lifetime contract if he can get UC to the college football playoff, and I think he gets it done. Wes? Yeah, I'm going to go UC as well. Um, look out for the pokes. I'm not saying I'm cheering for the pokes. Um because that would just make Krav happy, and it's be funny to see him rage if the Pokes lose. But I think Cincinnati wins this game. Uh, I think they win by 17. So I think it's I think it's three possessions, but a low three possessions. But yeah, I think they win 
pretty comfortably. Tim, the most important thing in the, for the UC Bearcats is starting the game fast. It's the last couple games they have let teams that have no business being in the game with them in or in the game in the first half, specifically the first quarter. I think that this week they're going to start fast. They're going to get going, and I think it's gonna, they're going to get like a fourteen to twenty point win. I think it's going to be pretty good. I think that their defense is going to uh, step up. Sauce Gardner is going to have a defensive touchdown. Hey, right did, between fourteen and twenty. So, 17 points. Sauce Gardner did just return a blocked kick for a touchdown. He's, so. he's due for a pick six. He is due. He'd be cool in a Cincinnati Bengals uniform. Oh, he would. <laughs> Bengals fans are begging for Sauce Gardner to join the Bengals. <laughs> I don't know if he makes it that far in the draft, though. Yeah, because the Bengals are going to be like a 13-win team. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking like the 20s, somewhere in the 20s. I don't okay. think he makes it that far. All right. All right. Fair enough. Main event. <laughs> Main event. Of the in Atlanta, event. Georgia. In the red corner. Georgia versus Alabama. Tim, I'm going to let you start because I already know who you're picking. Roll Tide. Bryce Young is going to do something no one has ever done. He's going to carve up this Georgia defense. If you yeah. get past that front seven, you've got a chance. Yeah. I I said Bama was going to win like two or three weeks ago. I'm, gonna st- I'm a man of conviction. I stand by what I say. I am saying Alabama will win this game. 37 to 34. Even a score prediction. Wow. Wes. Uh, God, I think Alabama has a really good shot in this game. I think Jamison Williams is the key player for me in this one. If he can make some big plays, I think Alabama's got a good chance. Um, but I just think that Georgia front seven gets to Bryce Young way too often, way too quick. I'm going to go Georgia. I think Georgia wins by about seven. Yeah, I like Georgia to cover the spread pretty confidently. Anyone who watched Alabama play last week against Auburn knows that the weakness of that offense was their offensive line. and uh, Like the Miami Dolphins. Anyone with eyeballs knows that Georgia has the best defensive line in football. So um, Georgia's strengths play very well against Alabama's weaknesses, which is why I see Georgia winning this game by three possessions. I don't think it's going to be very close. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, everything that's Georgia does well, Alabama does bad. So give me Georgia all day, every day. Let's get to the NFL. I love the NFL. We got to recap Monday Night Football, and I don't even really want to talk about it for very long because it was a terrible game. But uh, the Seahawks are in trouble. They dropped to the Washington football team, who the football team is now in the playoff picture in the NFC. I mean, they are tied for the last spot in there. So Taylor Heineke's got those boys playing. But uh, I'm worried about Russell Wilson. Um, I think he needs to get out of there. I agree. Um, I don't know, man. I this Going into this year, I really thought the Seahawks were like, somewhere between the second and third best team in the NFC West. I didn't think they were the worst, but I also didn't realize how bad that defense was. Um, but, I mean, credit where credit's due, Antonio Gibson had a great game. Um, I think he had 35 touches, I believe it was, 35, 36 Yeah, he touches. was all over the field. He played really, really well all game. Um, Russ had to make a couple big plays late. He made them, and then the two-point conversion, he throws it in double coverage, gets picked off, is what it is. But, yeah, the Seahawks are shaky. Uh, the Seahawks... I don't know why Geno Smith is better at getting the ball to DK Metcalf than Russell Wilson is. Yeah, they they but can't they, get him the football. They can't get him the football. And when he's your problem, when the way Russ is playing right now, he's your best offensive player, and you're struggling to get him the football. It's just a recipe for disaster. I mean, I think Russ just needs a change of scenery, maybe in black and yellow. <laughs> 
it's every quarterback it's gonna, needs to be in black and yes. yellow. It's gonna be crazy when the Steelers. It's like, oh, Rogers, like we want to sign. I want to sign, and then it's like Russ is like, oh, but I want to sign. It's gonna be such a dilemma. I don't know what Kevin Colbert's gonna do, but what are you ever? I don't. Do? I don't envy him. That's for sure. I feel. I feel terrible for him. I. I do too, because yeah. it's like, oh, Russ is younger, so it's like you could have him for longer. But is the super? How long is the Super Bowl window open for this defense versus the Rogers? It's like, oh, it's such and a And then like up. Deshaun Watson is the best out of all three with his hands. Exactly. Like, how do you get him in there? So that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough it is call, man. Tough. All right, let's get into this week, Tim. You know, we did our picks of the week before we went on break. Now we're back. We're going to keep that going, right? Yeah, we got our best bets. All right, we got our best bets, and you threw together a parlay. I threw, I'm threw. i throwing together a parlay as well. I love that. I'm going to let you start. All right, with, with this, we, we go in with my parlay or my— No, I'm going to let you start with your picks. Let's go. Tell everyone about them. All right, this, these are my best bets of the week. My over, Vikings-Lions over 46.5. The Lions are going—the Vikings, number one, they're always in close games. The Lions are going to be able to throw on the secondary of the Vikings. This has not been great this year. I think that without Dalvin Cook, that uh, Kirk Cousins and the boys may be spreading the ball around. I think Adam Thielen's going to have a big game. I love the over in this game. My under, Jags-Rams, 48. I don't. The Rams kind of been shaky recently. The Jags, I don't know how many points they're going to be getting to get this over to 48. I don't see that happening against this defense. That's been like the one consistent thing for the Rams this year. Other than when they play like the elite offenses like Green Bay, they've been really good at shutting down the bad teams. And boy, oh boy. Breaking news. Breaking news. I've got my game of the year. Dolphins no, no, minus no, four. No, no. Game of the year don't for Tim it. Conway. Wow. Game of the year. That's my favorite. Dolphins minus four against the New York football giants. Game of the year status for Tim Tim, Conway. I just tell our listeners, how much hypothetical money are you planning on throwing on this? Hypothetically, I don't even know. Sky's the limit? Sky is the limit. Please don't, Tim. I love it. My dog, the Washington football team, plus two and a half. I think that they've got a good... Oh, yeah, I sent my stuff in first, so I got a copycat across the table from me. Yeah. Yeah, I think the football team, they got, they, they're they hot right now. They're in, they're officially in the graphic where it says in the hunt, so... <laughs> they are in the hunt. They are in the hunt. Actually, you know, 14, the Bears are in the hunt, yeah, too. Yeah, 14 of 16 uh, NFC teams are in the hunt, yeah. but I, I, like the, I like the football team this week. Like them. I'd say I love them. All right. That is wild. And my parlay. The, yeah. My producer parlay. Dolphins money line. Eagles money line. Football team plus two and a half. Niners minus three and a half. Cash it right now. All right. Is that a three leg, four leg? Four legger. Four legger. All right. Hy- this is all hypothetical. Completely of course. all hypothetical. I'll go to me. My favorite of the week. This team's so due. So incredibly due. My favorite of the week is the Rams. Minus 12 and a half. Golly, do they need a blowout win. They do. So terribly. They're at home against the Jaguars. Matt Stafford's going to get them right. I'm hoping OBJ is going to play. But I think this is a big game from Daryl Henderson. Um, And, you know, I think this Rams defense is also due for a little pick six-age. Maybe a little Aaron Donald, Von Miller uh, sack six. Oh, a little big boy six? Oh, I would love a big boy six. So give me... Every single part of Rams. You call that a biggie bag. <laughs> Give me every single part of Rams minus 12 and a half. You guys are the worst. My dog of the week. I'm taking the points in this game. I'm taking the Falcons plus 11. 
They are at home. And you know what? This Falcons team is fighting for a playoff spot, too. They're in the hunt. They are 5-6, and six, tied for that last spot in the playoffs. And 11 points is way too much in a divisional game. It is way too much in a divisional game. Give me every single part of Falcons plus 11 this week. My over is going to be at 45 and a half, and it's the Colts versus the Texans. You know what? I'm expecting this game to be a lot like when the Colts played the Jets and Jonathan Taylor went nuclear, and the Colts nearly, or they did, hit the over by themselves. They did hit the over by themselves. Yeah, so I'm expecting Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor to get going in this one. And, you know, I just like if the Texans maybe scored 10, 13, something like that, and I think the Colts will take care of the rest. My under of the week is going to be... Same number, 45 and a half, and it's Eagles-Jets. You know, this Eagles team is really inconsistent. They could go for 30 points like they do against the Saints, or they could go for 10 or 7 like they do against the Giants. Um, I'm expecting them to be somewhere in the 20 range, but this has way more to do with I don't think the Jets can score points to save their lives. Um, the Eagles' defense should be just fine. Big play Slay has been on fire. He has been. Too. He has been. Let's get to my parlay, shall okay. we? Let's hear it. My producer parlay. Not a yeah, I say not a producer. That, that can't be. You're that. the host. You're the host. Did I say producer? You did. You did. I meant host parlor. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Pardon my French. So am I gonna be the stat man? Parlay? I've been all over the place today. I've been studying for finals and stuff. Golly. I'm proud of you. I'm I'm gassed. I really right. am proud of you. Parlay. Give me 49ers money line. Must win game for them. I'm all over 49ers money line. Give me the over 44 Ravens and Steelers. Uh, the Steelers' defense is playing horrendous. Yeah, I'll say I don't know where those Steelers' points are coming from. And uh, I said their defense is playing horrendous. Yeah. Um, but this Ravens team, their offense is due. I predicted a shootout in Ravens Steelers or Ravens Browns last week, and it didn't hit. I'm not going to be wrong two times in a row. Give me over 44, over 44 Ravens Steelers. I'm also all over Raiders money line, Tim. Mm. All over Raiders money line against the football team. Um, I think this Raiders team needs the win more than the football team uh, because the Raiders need to, you know, they both need it, but I think the Raiders Raiders will get it. They're the home team. Uh, I really liked what I saw out of them against the Cowboys. That was a huge win on the road. See, that's what, I think they peaked. I think they peaked too early right there. They're going to keep it going. Give me Raiders money line, and then I'm going to finish with Bills minus two and a half. Uh, you're either hot or you're due, and you know what? The the Patriots are hot, and they are so due for a loss. They are so due for the, a loss. The Bills are at home. This is where they prove that they are undoubtedly the best team in that division, best team in the conference. Give me every single part of Bills minus two and a half. Wes, let's get to you. All right, so um, I'm so pissed at Tim for this. My favorite favorite of the week, Dolphins minus four at home against the Giants. I think there's no chance this Dolphins defense does not continue to play like they played the past few weeks. Two is finally finding his rhythm. Um, the Dolphins have not had to worry about this offensive line troubles because Tua is getting the ball out so quick. He's played unbelievable as of late. I see that cap- keep happening. Dolphins are hot. They're going to get back in the hunt for an AFC wild card. I like Dolphins minus four. I love it. Um, my favorite road puppy of the week, that's what I'll call it because it's a dog and it's on the road. I love the Patriots plus three in Buffalo. I don't know why. I just Mac Jones and his defense are both playing out of their minds right now. Kyle Van Oy's having a great year. Judon's having a great year. J.C. Jackson's having an unbelievable year. I love the Patriots, everything about them. Bill Belichick's going to find a way to win this game. It's going to be close, but I think the Patriots find a way to win it. Plus three Patriots. My favorite over of the week is over 47 in the Broncos and Chiefs game. I just 
the Chiefs are they're That's stinky man. They're, stinky. They are my they are my go to for an over. They find a way to give up points and they find a way to score uh, a lot of points. How'd that over in the uh, Chiefs Cowboys game look? Uh, not not <laughs> not great. Um, I believe there were uh, twenty eight points scored in that game. Half Can, of what you needed. Okay. Continue. Anyways, um, I love the Chiefs. They're gonna find a way to get right. The Broncos' defense is not that great. He might throw uh, Mahomes might throw a few picks right to certain. Why not go for it? Uh, over forty seven. And then my favorite under of the week is under 44 in the Ravens-Steelers game. The Ravens have not been good on offense lately, and the Steelers have not been good on defense. The Ravens are going to keep being bad on offense, and the Steelers are going to find a way to get right. Even without Watt, I still like the Steelers to hold the Ravens decently to a low number of points, and I don't think the Ravens are going to give up a ton to that bad Steelers offense. Under 44. And then my stat man parlay of the week, I like Bengals' money line, minus 165. I'm against the Chargers, I'm I guess the Chargers at home. Game, man. Chargers have not been playing great. The Bengals have been finding their groove. I like the Bengals in that one. I like the football team. Money line plus one fifteen. I just think the football team are hot right now. Raiders have not been playing great. I, I don't, That's some cap. They just beat. I, I mean, the, they just beat the Cowboys. Outside of that, the Raiders have not been good. They just haven't been. Chiefs are as overlock always. The Raiders saying, are playing man. bad. I'm just saying. I don't love it. And then my other one is going to be Patriots money line. I took them. Pl- I'm going to take them plus three. I'm going to take their money wow. line as well, plus one twenty. I think they find down. a way to win this game against Buffalo, plus six fifty three, three team parlay. Doubling down on the Patriots. That's so bold. It's doubling down on Bill Belichick in my mind. All right, and I love it. Let's get into our picks of the week, and let's go a little faster on these. Just quick analysis on all these games. Absolutely. Followed with a score prediction. We're starting off Cowboys Saints. T's and P's to Karab. He's not with us today. <laughs> Um, should we just reward him by 3-0ing the Cowboys and just praying that they lose? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm so I, yeah I, I have one nugget of uh, analysis. Would love to hear it. Taysom Hill, big game. Big it's game from Taysom Hill. First game back, technically, right? Yes. Yeah. Big game from Taysom this Hill. This also is a must-win game for the Saints to stay in that same NFC wildcard playoff picture. It is. And you they know what? want to be on that graphic. The Cowboys just got ran all over by Josh Jacobs. So, you know, the Saints could go and win in this one, but I think the Cowboys are just too much, even with the injury concerns. They're going to get Amari Cooper yeah, back. Yeah, Amari's back, big. Uh, so I'm going to roll Cowboys. Give me them uh, 34-21. Wes? Yeah, Cowboys are going to win. Um, they're going to win big. Saints are struggling. Uh, they need this injection of life with Taysom Hill, but I don't think it's enough. Cowboys need a huge game to come back from that Thursday night game last week. They looked bad. They're going to find a way to win this game. I'll go Cowboys 31, Saints 17. Uh, but also, before you go, Tim, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Taysom Hill all expected to play. Yeah, that's one. big for yeah. the Saints, but I don't think it really matters that much. Uh, I'm gonna, I think it's going to be close, though. I think Saints will cover. Uh, I'm going to go 31, Cowboys 31, uh, Saints 27. They wouldn't. Oh, yeah, it is a four and a half. Yeah. You're right. Good call. All right. Let's move on. Let's get right into the – I don't know how this wasn't flexed to Sunday Night Football. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Um, I don't know how people want to watch uh, Patrick Mahomes play for prime time for the seventh time this year. With te- against Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, it doesn't really important. excite me. What excites me, not even just as a Bengals fan, is Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert. And these they got are two- flexed to 4 o'clock, right? This no. Game? no. I thought the Bengals game got flexed. One, that's next week against the 49ers. Ah, yeah. okay. But this week that. is a 1 o'clock game. It's the Bengals versus the Chargers. And like I said, I'm worried about this game. But one thing I know for sure, when the Bengals have gotten out of the bye week this year, they have been leaning on the run game, and Joe Mixon's been balling. 
I don't think it's a coincidence that the Chargers are last in the NFL in rush defense. So I'm expecting Joe Mixon to have the big game in this one. Herbert will do his thing. He'll out stat Joe Burrow. But the Bengals are going to win this game. Um, it's going to be low scoring, though, like I said, because the Bengals are going to control the game on the ground. Give me the Bengals 27-21. Lower scoring than expected. Not super low scoring, but I think a lot of people are expecting this to be just a shootout. A shootout. I, yeah, I think that's what people are saying. Let's go to you, Wes. Yeah, um, I like the Bengals. Like I said, I think this is a big game for them. Um, I've told you guys for the past couple weeks, I'm, I still am not sold on the Chargers offense. Mainly, I'm not sold on Herbert leading that team yet. Uh, I think he's potentially be a great quarterback. He's not there yet. Um, I think Burrow is finding finding his weapons again. Um, he's not just entirely leaning on Jamar Chase to do everything for that offense, which it felt like they were earlier. I love the Mixon and Higgins and now Chase and Boyd and all those guys getting touches. They're going to play great. The offense is going to keep looking good. I'm going to go Bengals 35, Chargers 24. Tim. Where you guys zig, I zag. I think that the Chargers <laughs> need this game. I think they need it like they need oxygen. I'm going to get, but I do prop bet T. Higgins to score a touchdown. The boy's hot. He is hot. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers 27, Bengals 24, Dustin Hopkins game winning field goal. Wow. Chargers game winning field goal is something we wouldn't think we heard. <laughs> exactly. But Especially hey. with this guy, you know. Now you got Hopkins in there. Yeah. Different story. Let's go to Falcons Bucks. This was my dog of the week. I think the Falcons are going to keep this closer than expected. I see like a little eight-point victory for the Bucks. They aren't playing that great. Um, you know, there's still Tom Brady. They're going to get Antonio Brown back in this one. But Leonard Fournette's been the story of this offense the past couple weeks. I thought AB was out two more weeks. I hope uh, I got announced today. Oh, really? Out two Maybe. more? I thought he was going to so. play, but I could be wrong. Either way, Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronk, they'll be on the field. Um, but I like the Falcons to cover 11 in this one. Um, I see it as almost like a... 24-16 Bucks win. That would be eight points. Yes. They would not cover. They would. It's an 11 point Falcons spread. would cover. Oh, I thought, sorry. I heard that the wrong way. I heard you say Tampa Bay was going to cover. Um, yeah, I agree. I think the Bang or the Buccaneers, ooh, not the Bengals. The Buccaneers um, win this game. This is just another AFC South domination. It's the NFC. Or NFC. Jeez, I am all over the place. Anyways, NFC guys. South. It's the, it's the I, finals, man. It is. It really is. Um, yeah, the Bucks are going to find a way to blow this, blow this game out of contention. The Falcons should look good early, um, but their defense is not going to match up at all with the Buccaneers' offense, especially after Fournette had, what, four touchdowns last game? Yep. I think he, had, he continues that trend. He's going to have another big game. Uh, I'll go Buccaneers 31, Falcons 17. Tim. Uh, the Bucs are going to win this football game. I think they can go one of two ways. The one way is going to be the Falcons are for some reason just in it for like down like in it in it like chance to win the game, or the Bucks just go nuclear and drop like a fifty burger or something. This defense for the Falcons is super inconsistent. You don't know who's going to show up uh, that week, but I'm going to say it's going to be closer. Kyle Pitts is really good at football. Cordell Patterson does everything for this team. Gonna be playing safety. some safety this <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, funny. like literally does everything. <laughs> so why not? That's just it's just gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun football game. I think it's gonna be a good good red zone game. I'm gonna go Bucks thirty three Falcons twenty seven. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's get going a little bit. Some quicker ones now. Cardinals on the road against the Bears. 
I like the Cardinals. They're going to have D-Hop back. They're going to have Kyler Murray back. This is going to be a cakewalk for them. I like the Cardinals 31-13. to 13. Wes? Yeah, Cardinals should win this game. They should dominate most of it. Um, Cardinals need a good good defensive game, uh, but their offense looks great too. So I don't think it really matters what the Bears do. I'm going to go Cardinals 28, uh, Bears 10. Tim? Uh, Cardinals 41, Bears 20. 41, wow. Short and sweet. Vikings on the road against the Lions and – once again, another team in this 5-6 and six NFC playoff picture. They're going to be without Dalvin Cook. I don't think it matters. We've talked about it on the podcast before. I am all in on Alexander Madison whenever he needs touches. And I like the Vikings in this one. Seven points seems a little big for me. Um, but the Vikings are coming off a win against the Packers. That was a very impressive win. I like the Vikings to win by 10. I'll take the Vikings 27-17. to Wes? Yeah, coming off a win against the Packers and then a loss to the 49ers. How much do you value those? Oh, that's true. I yeah. totally How forgot. much do we value those? I don't know. Uh, I think the 49ers are a lot better team than their record shows. I think the Vikings are a good team too, though. Um, they have potential to blow this game out. I just don't see it happening. I think the Lions stick around for whatever reason. Dan Campbell finds a way to stay in games. Um, I'm going to go Vikings 27, Lions 24. Tim? Uh, I think that Vikings can have a big game. Uh, I think the Lions are going to score points just in weird Dan Campbell ways. I'm going to go Vikings 31, Lions 27. Weird Dan Campbell ways. Tim Conway's game of the year. The Dolphins are at home against the Giants. Tim, I'll let you start. The Dolphins are the hottest team in the NFL right now. (laughs) They're the hottest team in the NFL right now. Tua has been playing fantastic. Yes, he has. He has been playing fantastic. That is a big F word. It is, but he has been playing fantastic. Hey, he has the as longest active streak with 100-plus QBR. He's, he, he's hot. Don't even start talking to me about QBR. And <laughs> who know, we don't know what quarterback's playing for uh, the Giants. I think I'd honestly rather uh, have... It's going to be Glennon because they activated Jake Fromm to the, uh, from the practice squad so, to be the backup. Wow. So Daniel Jones was limited today in practice. However, Joe Judds in his press conference said... Glennon likely will get the start, but he's right. not going to rule out Jones yet. I'm, yeah, Dolphins are going to win this one 28-10. I like that. I like that a lot. Wes, go ahead. Go. Yeah, uh, Waddle has been really, really good lately. He's been the key to that Dolphins offense. I think he continues his success. I think Gaskin's going to get a couple touchdowns in this game. Um, Dolphins offense is finally clicking. Um, they haven't relied on that offensive line to do anything much because the ball's out quick. I think Tua is really good at that, getting the ball out quick and getting it on time and accurate. And, yeah, I think Dolphins keep going. Their defense keeps looking great. I'll go Dolphins 31, Giants 7. Do it, please. I'm taking the Giants, and I don't know why. Good. Maybe it's just because it's Tim Conway's game of the year, (laughs) and I'm feeling a little— He's been hot lately. Tim has been hot, and I've been cold, so maybe I'm doing this for Tim. Thank you. I'm taking the Giants, and I don't know why, but the Dolphins are so due for a letdown, so due for a loss. They are. Um, So maybe Saquon Barkley, two touchdowns, give me the Giants 17-13. to You like the under 40 and a half? It's terrifying. Yeah. That is so low. So low. So low. So, so low. Eagles on the road at the Jets. Jalen Hurts said in a press conference he's playing, so Minshew Mania will have to wait. For now. For now. Jalen Hurts throws a couple picks, though. 
Minshew could be getting his ass in there. But I like the Eagles in this one. Miles Sanders, I think, finds the end zone twice in this game. That would be my bet. Hypothetically, I like the Eagles. I said this was my under. Mm. I like the Eagles 24 to the Jets 13. Wes. Good job. Um, I think it's kind of cool. Hurts is the leader in passing and rushing uh, for this entire game for both sides. I think he keeps that going. He's going to have a big game, I think, both on the ground and through the air. I like the Eagles to win. I think the Jets are just all over the place right now. They can't figure out anything QB-wise, what they want to do. Zach Wilson's not looked great. I think he throws a couple picks in this game. I'll go Eagles 27, Jets 10. My underwood hit. Tim. Yeah, I think under is pretty uh, pretty much a lock in this one. Zach Wilson stinks. Jalen Hurts needs a big bounce-back game after not playing well last week. I think he gets it. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles 28, Jets 6. Oh, wow. Oh, that is weird. All right. Colts on the road at the Texans. I said the Colts were going to drop 40 on their own. Let's go quick on this one. I like the Colts 42 to the Texans 13. Wow, JT, you're going to have a huge game again. I'll go Colts 38, Texans 10. Tim? Uh, Colts 34, Texans 17. Over, over, over. I like it. Here's the split. Raiders at home against the football team. Must win game for both teams here, and I'm taking the Raiders. I've said it before. I think this Raiders team is playing very good football right now, coming off a huge, 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 huge win. Against Seahawks or against the uh, Cowboys? Against the boys. And I like. You love the Raiders. The Raiders. I, I do. Love the Raiders. Hunter Renfro is playing out of his mind, and I'm expecting him to be even more involved now without Darren Waller on the field, uh, which is a bit of a blow to that offense. But, you know, the one thing this Raiders team did was get the run game going against the Cowboys, too. And Josh Jacobs looked really well. So I'm all in on the Raiders this week. Give me the Raiders uh, 31 to 21. As you said, with Washington, they're finally in the playoff mix again. They look good again. And without McKissick being on the field, it's going to give Antonio Gibson a lot more time to get hot, to get a lot of touches, to really feel get a feel for that offense. And I love the offense when it's in Antonio Gibson's hands. Yeah, I think he makes Heineke look a lot better. I think it opens up the offense a lot more. I like Washington going to win this game. I think Washington is going to win big. I'll go uh, football team 27 Raiders 13. Wow. Two touchdown game. Tim. Uh, this is going to be a high scoring affair, if anything. Both defenses stink, even though the football team defense has been playing better as Pretty of good late. lately. But I'm going to say football team 31, Raiders 26. 31 26. All right. Nice game. Rams at home against the Jags for no particular reason at all. Give me the Rams. 34, Jaguars 17. Yeah, uh, I think the Rams are going to have a big day. Um, I think the Rams are going to keep playing. Um, decent offense or decent offensively, uh, but I think the defense is going to get really hot. The Rams are going to have a huge bounce back game. They need one. They've dropped three straight. They're due for a huge game, and it helps us against the Jaguars. I'll go Rams 41, Jags 10. This is exactly how this game makes me feel. <laughs> like, who cares? This game stinks. This game stinks. I care. It's my favorite of the week. It's this game. <laughs> this, but this game stinks. It objectively stinks. Uh, I'm going to go Rams 33, Texans 12. 
Tim, I think we have some breaking 12? news. 12? Bra- breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. We found Krob. Krob is back. We have found him. We have found him. It was He's a wild kitten, goose chase. For, it was Take- a wild goose chase for a while, but uh, there's some there's some picking up you've got to do. Take off, take down the one the missing posters. He has been found. We have found him. Oh yeah, baby, I'm back. What was that? What was a snail from uh, SpongeBob's name? Gary. Gary's so home. So come home, Perry. <laughs> no, G- Gary. Gary. No, Perry. No. Perry's a platypus. I know. Perry is, is, is a platypus. I know from uh, Phineas and Ferb. That's oh, a oh, that is an, that is another yes. game banger. Yes. Anyway, so sorry. Gary is home. So come home, Perry. Come home, Perry. Yeah. Home. We're getting a concert in studio, guys. That was beautiful. Uh, Crab. You've got some making up to do. I'm not even going to let you do any analysis. We need to get your picks, though. Get me we in. We do. Uh, Cowboys versus Saints. Cowboys. We, do you see Ben McAdoo? Uh, He's I said, I said no analysis, and I need points. It's no analysis. No, oh, no, no, no points. Literally, we just need picks. Cowboys 34, picks. 26. Bengals, Chargers. Bengals 38, Chargers 34. Falcons, Bucks. Bucks 41, Falcons 17. Cardinals, Bears. Cardinals 38, Bears 10. Vikings, Lions. Vikings 31, Lions 17. Giants, Dolphins. Dolphins 28, Giants 10. Eagles, Jets. Game of the year. Eagles 38, Jets 21. Colts, Texans. Colts 45, Texans 6. Football team, Raiders. Football team 23, Raiders 21. Jags, Rams. Rams 38, Jags 14. We're up. Hey, you're all caught up. You're we caught are up. caught up, now, baby. There you go. Now, you have until we finish this slate of games to get me your favorite of the week, your dog of the week, your over, over the week, your under. under. 30 seconds. And your historian parlay of the week. Yes. We will get that at the end of the show. What Rob. am I parlaying? You Any can games do anything. 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 We will get it at the end of the I show. I have had enough time to prepare for historian Would you like to hear parlay like, of the week. Like, like my parlay was no. He no, can, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He can right, listen right. on his own. You're right. Raven, Ravens at the Steelers. Tim, I predicted that the Steelers wouldn't win another game the rest of the season. This stays true, and I'm taking the over in this one. I like the Ravens 31 to 14. It hits by a point. <laughs> Wes. Okay. Um, I don't think the, uh, the Ravens are scary to bet against. Um, I was gonna say Steelers. I don't think the Steelers are that good though. Uh, Ravens will win this game. They'll win it close, though. It's going to be a one-possession game, I think. The Ravens will win this one. Uh, let's go 17-14. Krob, you know, I haven't had much time to think. Uh, <laughs> but luckily for me, this is a game where I don't need to think. Steelers are not playing good football right now, Tim. I'm sorry. I'll take the Ravens. 24, Steelers 21. Over cashed by one Tim. point. No. I am. I can't pick against the Steelers. I won't pick against the Steelers. You never will, Tim. I never will. I won't. Pat Fryermuth, huge day. Death taxes and Tim Conway loving Pat Fryermuth. The Touchdown three guarantees. Oh yeah, the three guarantees in life. <laughs> you guys didn't know this, but I brought my terrible towel back on campus. With oh me, yeah. So it, it will be waving this Sunday. I already used it. <laughs> and I'm not going to go into detail of how I used it. But uh, I used that towel, Tim. All right. I think the Steelers <laughs> right. are going to win this game off of Chris Boswell, game-winning field goal. Oh, yeah. 
Steelers, 24. Ravens, 21. Oh, cashed over. Move on. 49ers on the road at the Seahawks. The Seahawks team is struggling. They are firmly on the struggle bus, and the Niners need a good win here. I'm going to take the Niners, and I'm going to take the Niners off of a game-winning touchdown from George Kittle, 27-20. to Wes? Yeah, this, this 49ers offense has hurt a little bit with no Debo, um, but I think they still find a way to tear up the Seahawks defense. I just don't know the Seahawks anymore. Like They don't have any – they have nothing that's Seahawks about them anymore. They, no, don't have they, a, don't. they don't have a great defense. They don't have those big plays on offense anymore. I think the Seahawks are just a dead team. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers, 27, Seahawks, 14. Krob. Yeah, you'll hear how much I like this 49ers team in a minute. Give me the Niners and give me them 28 to 14. Tim. Uh, Niners, 34, Seahawks, 14. Sunday Night Football, Wes, I'm letting you start. It's your over of it the is. week. Yep, uh, Chiefs are going to win this game. They're going to win big. Offensive explosion. I think the Broncos are going to fight late with points. Chiefs, 38. Broncos, 24. I'm going to agree with you. I like the Chiefs in this one, and I like the Chiefs scoring 38 points. Now, it's whether or not Broncos score. <laughs> the Broncos can put up 10 points, and I think they put up 13. I'm going to take the Chiefs 38-13. to 13. Krob. Uh This is not going to be a close game. The Chiefs are back. Um, I said that. I think the Chiefs are going to win 38 to 21. I like Tim. Uh, Chiefs 28, Broncos 19. Oh, sorry. Three of us at 38. I liked it, though. That's all right. That's all right. Monday Night Football Bills at home against the Patriots. I said it. The Bills are part of my parlay. I think this is time for the world to shut the Patriots up. The Bills do it. Um, I love Buffalo Wings. I'm not a blue cheese guy, but I love some Buffalo Wings. And you know what? Josh Allen's going to get the job done here. It's going to be a close game, though. Six points is what I see the difference being. I like the Bills 30-24. to 24. Hey, I took the Patriots plus 2.5, and, and I you took their money line as well. down on the I Patriots. I took the money line as well, man. And after Mac Jones, MJ, what is it, MJ10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, MJ10. He is, he is so back. This is the battle for the AFC East crown. I love the Patriots in this game. I'm going to go Patriots. 27, Bills 24. Krob. Man, were the Pats close to being my underdog of the week. Uh, I do like them. I like them in a dog fight, and I like them purely because Trey White is out, obviously, for the Bills. Uh, I'm going to take them in a close game. Give me the Pats 28, Bills 24. Tim. Uh, Bills 30, New England 23. All right, Krob. We're letting you wrap the show up here. Oh, baby. I got them ready. Don't you worry. What do you want me to start with? Over. Over of the week. All right. My over of the week, I gave a huge score prediction earlier. I said the Colts alone are going to score 45 points. The line's at 45 and a half. So if the Texans score one point, that over hits, according to my analysis. So I'm going to take the Colts-Texans over 45 and a half. That is exactly what I took for the same exact reason. Give me your under of the week. My under of the week. Hold on. Let me find it. Hold on. Let me find it. Come on, man. Be prepared. <laughs> Sorry, man. He's oh, my under of the week is uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Chargers. 50 and a half. I'll take the under. Interesting. I did say it was going to be low scoring because of Joe Mixon and that ground game going. So I don't. Bengals have found what's really working right now, and the Chargers have been struggling to put up points themselves. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if this game ends up under 50 and a half. Give me your favorite of the week. Uh, my favorite of the week, simple, cut it, clean, Niners minus three. 
they're going to annihilate the Seahawks. Beautiful. Give me your dog of the week. Heineke, baby. Football team plus two and a half and Same. money line. Come on, baby. Give me your historian parlay. I'm going to take the football team money line. You guys are all Let's over go, the baby. Fo- Come on. The New England Patriots money line. You've already two for two me. I three here. And give me the Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half. That's my historian parlay of the week. I had the, the first two, and I went Bengals money lines. Two well. dog money lines, and give me the Ravens. I love them, but I don't love them enough to make them my favorite because the 49ers are hot, and the Seahawks are not. All right. Wow. Well, Good we're, rhymes, too. We're glad to have you back, Carl. We were worried about you. Gary's Ooh, home. Have I had an interesting 30 hours? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be back as I, well. OH. I'm not saying it. No. Oh. Well, I was hoping you would. I wouldn't. I, they lost me a lot of money, <laughs> hypothetically. But that wraps up this episode of the Bench Press Podcast. We can't thank you guys enough. Like we said, the Spotify wrapped was dope. A hundred what, Tim? 18? 118 of you guys. We were your most listened to podcast. That's awesome. And I'm sure we had a couple people who were number two or three as well. Thank you, listeners. very nice. Yeah. And that's just that's just Spotify. We're not discriminating against our Apple podcast. But Apple doesn't wrap things up for us. They don't. Hopefully they will in a little bit. Maybe they get on it. Regardless, thank you guys so much for listening. Tim. Love you guys.